Hey, Natchow. Hey, Sophie D. Ooh. <laughs> tell me about your favorite show. Jane the Virgin is one of my favorite shows that just ended, like series finale ended. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm a little sad about that, but it was a good ending. It was a, it was a satisfying ending. It wasn't one of those like big major, like you're smiling so hard at me right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm uh, just really happy. To be. <laughs> I'm so happy to see you on this Lord's Day, this Sunday. <laughs> Uh, but so no, it was, it was very satisfying ending. I'd say like I was telling you the other day that it tied up the loose ends that I didn't even remember were untied. That's smart writing. Yeah. It's, it's a really good show on the writing end and then acting like acting wise. It's really good. It's just a good show all over. I think, um, it's not one of those like major, like game of Thrones, like everybody's talking about it and like, you gotta watch it or else you're missing culture kind of things. But I think that if you just want like a nice light show, then it does get very dramatic sometimes. (laughs) So I would say if you just want a a solid five season show to watch, I would watch Jane the Virgin. Five seasons. It's five seasons. And every season, they're so long because it's a telenovela. So it's, I want to say each season is like 20 something episodes. Damn. And they're all like the, it's a standard like 40 minute show. Oh. So if you have the time that is... to watch five seasons of Jane the Virgin, <laughs> I would watch that show. <laughs> is it worth or at least rewatch? put it on your list. Um, if we do two episodes per podcast of Jane the Virgin, we will be here for eight years. Nice. So possibly not on the podcast, but I will definitely talk to anybody about Jane the Virgin. (laughs) Sounds good. Yeah. Great themes. Great writing. Actually, the best part of it is um, I like the the writing in the transitions of scenes. I think that's like the smartest. I haven't seen better transitions, I think. Damn, we love good transitions. Love them. Yeah. What about you? What shows are you watching? Um, I just finished The Jinx. What's that about? It's a true crime doc series. You love your true crime. I really I really do. I don't know what <clears throat> is going on with me lately. But um, it's about this guy, Robert Durst. He's this rich dude who is charged with murdering like three different people. And the last guy, he basically admits to killing this guy out of self-defense, but then dismembering his body and he's still found not guilty. Huh? Yeah, right? Like the dead body was still threatening him, so he had to dismember it. Yeah. He was like, his excuse was, I killed this guy out of self-defense, but I couldn't drag him out of my house. So I had to chop him up to make his body lighter. Huh? And it's like, what? So, yeah, it's self-defense. I couldn't hide it. So I had to chop it up. But then like, wouldn't you? Mm -hmm. Never mind. Never mind. Everybody's saying the same thing about it, right? So, yeah. It's actually, um, it came out a long time ago, but um, do you remember Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt, Lillian's Mm -hmm. boyfriend? No. Which character was that? The guy Fred Armistead plays? That's him. I don't He plays Robert, like his character's name is Robert Durst on the show. Yeah. She's like, here's my boyfriend. He killed his ex-wife, but like, we're good. Wow. (laughs) And I'm I didn't make that connection until yesterday. Because they showed like an SNL clip of like him playing Robert Durst. And I was like, what? I was like, wait a minute. I love Fred Armisen. He's so so funny. funny. (laughs) Apparently somebody from Kimmy Schmidt lives around us. I don't know. I couldn't tell you who it was. We have like tons of famous people living in Westchester. So I mean, it's in Southern Westchester. The Hudson Valley. Yeah. We're in Northern Westchester. So you're not going to find celebrities. No. (laughs) We're, We're in between. We're sandwiched between them. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Speaking of sandwiches, this episode of Game of Thrones does not have any sandwiches. Wow. Talk about a smooth transition. <laughs> we you love must have written for Jane the Virgin. <laughs> I wish. <laughs> so episode seven is A Man Without Honor. A Man Without Honor. Honor. <laughs> Dishonor on you. Dishonor on 
your, your family. family. Dishonor on your cow. Yeah. Dishonor on Theon, who we open up on. Oh, he's the worst. Before we get too far, I just, I loved this episode. Did you? I really did like this episode. Oh, I, <laughs> I um, I've been getting mad at this season. I just keep getting oh, really? like really stressed out and mad oh, yeah, during yeah, yeah. episodes. And I'm like, oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so what's happening with Theon? So Theon finds out that Bran, Rickon, Hodor, and Osha escape. So he's like beating the crap out of one of his men for letting them go. Yeah, so he's, like, not too far off from Joffrey. Yeah, basically. I mean, he's, like, losing it. Yeah. Yeah. So then they all they go on the hunt for the boys and, mm-hmm. and Ocean, Hodor. Lewin and Theon are talking about how if he finds them soon enough, he won't kill them. And Lewin's like, they're just boys and they're of great value to you. <laughs> so... Maybe don't kill them. And Theon's like, oh, but I was torn for my family, blah, blah, blah. And I never ran away from... He's always talking about... He... He's like, get over it. Yeah, he needs I'm to kidding. get over That's it. That's really big trauma <laughs> that you really can't really get over. But that can't be the only thing you talk about ever. Let it go. <laughs> Let it go. <laughs> He's not Elsa. I am also not Elsa. <laughs> I am not... Um, oh, God. Beatrice Peters? That's not her name. Mm. <laughs> who are we talking about? The woman who sings for Elsa's voice. Oh my god! Oh, um, 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 I know her name. Oh god. Anyway, so um, nope, Adina Menzel. Oh god, That's who did I say? Beatrice something. God, Beatrice? I was so off. It's okay. <laughs> um, but to backtrack, because I did not summarize that very well at all. Uh, mm-hmm. Lewin's like they're just boys. They're of more value to you alive than dead. And then. Um, they're talking about, you know, their past again. And then that's when Theon brings up how he was torn from his family when he was young, but he never ran away. So saying that, like, the boys ran away because Theon came and took over their land. That was that. I mean, that's kind of why they did. Yeah. Um, Dagmar, Theon's first na- mate. That, okay, I keep forgetting his um, name. He looks really, like, I don't know if it's happy or proud over Theon's move into, like, his leader role. Or if it's just, like, I manipulated this dude to just be... <laughs> I feel like it's that. Because I feel like that makes him second in command. Which means that once he, we get rid of Theon, then it's it's his game. Yeah, and he's basically been, like, pulling the strings. Yeah. <laughs> so, I hate. I really hated Theon during this. Because, like, while they were riding out and searching for Brandon Rickon, he was mm-hmm. just being so smug and, like, kind of a douche to Master Lewin. Because he thinks that he's got the power now. And he yeah. really doesn't. Mr. Lewin's like, don't hurt my babies. <laughs> my babies. I like technically serve you, but like my heart's with them. Yeah. And the whole time I was like, where's that guy's bastards group of men? <laughs> That's true. I was like, weren't they supposed to be out there by now? Maybe they're still just like a day, oh, raven or two away, a hop, skip and a jump away. Because we don't oh. know how time works in this land. Maybe. So um, while Bran and Rickon are like, traveling out Mm -hmm. they find a farm and bran is being like such a good leader and strategist because he's like rickon's like hungry and he wants to go to the farm and bran's like no they're gonna torture people if we go over there yeah he learned he learned good and i'm like oh bran he cares i know Mm. did you also (laughs) notice that hodor is a pokemon (laughs) (laughs) all he does is say his name oh and he just does what he's told He's a great Pokemon. Super great. Do you think he knows how strong he is? <laughs> he's probably one of those like gentle giant kind of things, kind of, kind of, kind of dudes. Yeah. You know, just let me just pick up this human. <laughs> this is normal for me. Let me just walk around holding this full human. Yeah, right. That's probably what his, his thing is. Yeah. <laughs> so what's next? 
uh, we're in the mountains with Jon Snow. Yeah, our snuggle bugs. Yep, they've survived the night, and Jon is very uncomfortable. <laughs> she, so <laughs> it's Jon and Igret cuddling. They're waking up, and Igret says, did you pull a knife on me in the night? It's like, nah, that's my boner. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, no, 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 not me. No. What? <laughs> Who? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who's Jon? <laughs> I, I don't know her. Yeah, whoop. So they're uh, now they're walking through the mountains, and and Egret can't wrap her mind around how Jon Snow's a virgin, and how uh, I was told if you don't use it, it hurts. And he's just trying to like ignore her, and essentially oh. she's just trying to get under his skin. Yeah, but that, and then she starts like talking about like old timey blue balls, mm-hmm. and um, she says something really fun. Um, she says, "I heard they get all swollen and bruised if you don't use them. Of course, maybe that's just what the lads say when they want me feeling sorry for them." And I'm like, "Yeah." That is what they say when that, you want them to feel that sorry is. for them. So ladies. <laughs> and that line hasn't changed at all throughout history. Yeah. Ladies, if any man tries to use a blue balls excuse on you, you run. And it doesn't exist. It doesn't. It doesn't exist. Ugh. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> just they, a quick thing. Yeah, she's, that's all. She's, she, can't, she just can't wrap her mind around just like the culture of Westeros. So she's like, you guys really swore an oath to never be with a woman. So does that mean, <laughs> this part was funny, does that mean that the men of the Nightwatch do it to each other? And John's like, no homo. No, absolutely not. I don't know if it's like the culture of Westeros or just or the Night Night's Watch. Watch. Yeah. She goes into Westeros after that. I jumped mm-hmm. ahead. But so he no homo's her. And then she's like, oh, so then you <laughs> masturbate. That's why you guys are all so miserable. And he's like, can you shut up? <laughs> And they have like a real just, they, I like their scenes because they go from bickering to like real talk real fast. Yeah. So it's a fun balance. So the now is when they, they talk about the the culture of Westeros and how it's weird to her because she's talking about how um like she's a free woman out here minus the whole, you know, being a prisoner thing. And John's like, that's what being a prisoner means, you dummy. <laughs> <laughs> and <laughs> he's like, you're dumb, dumb. Yeah, you dumb, dumb. <laughs> and then she's like, oh, what, you think you're free? You took an oath to never have sex with them. They get into this argument about how the wild thing have all invaded John's land and crippled his brother. And Igret's like, no, they're not his lands. His people just put up a wall here and said it was theirs. Real talk, real life right now. But uh, um, we're not going to go there. Uh, <laughs> and then John says that he's a Stark, so his ancestors have been here for just as long as her people have. And she's like, okay, so then why are you fighting us? And then she walks away. And he's like, uh. Yeah, he looks so uh, dumbfounded when she says that. Yeah. <laughs> it was a much more powerful scene than I'm, uh, I'm uh, what is this word that I'm trying to say? Than you expected? No, than I'm explaining it. Uh. Summarizing is the word. Yeah. That I was looking for. <laughs> it is far too early for me at 11 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> so to Harrenhal. Yep. So the mountain is talking to Tywin and he's like crazy tall. Do you think... They're giants. Do you think he's standing on something? Uh, he could be, but because also he might y- just be that tall. You don't see his feet, mm. so he could be standing on a crate. That's true. He could be. <laughs> we have to wait and see like a full shot of him next to somebody else to see if he's yeah. truly that tall. Yeah, because I feel like Tywin's tall, but I also didn't look up the actor's height. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you don't need to go that hard. Yeah. It's I mean, okay. we're like five feet tall, so like everyone's tall. Yeah. Excuse me. I'm 5'4". Thank you very much. <laughs> oh. I like to remind my sister that she's only 5'3". I'm 5'2". Oh. <laughs> Whoop. My mom's 5'1". Aw, we're all so cute. We're all petite people. My mom's five. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so, oh, so Arya is so ready to cut someone. Yeah, she is. <laughs> so what's happening, Matt? <laughs> so there's this um, this strategy meeting, right? Am I jumping ahead? Because now I'm I'm almost lost. So essentially, I'm just catching myself up, my brain wise. Yeah. Uh, Heron Hall, someone's being hanged. He he gets identified as Wolfsbane. That's the guy that got the dart in his neck. Oh. 
Oh, so that's no, what... Wolfsbane is the thing that was on the dart. Oh, duh. Yes. I feel like I've heard that in a different old timey time. Yeah, that's thing. a very common um, <laughs> fantasy. Th- I think that's definitely in Harry Potter. I've, I know I've heard it from there. <laughs> Didn't want to drop all of my Harry Potter connections in this episode because, you know. Wow. I'm kidding. There's like this one that I thought of. Um, <laughs> but anyway, so yeah. So it gets identified as Wolfbane. Tywin tells the guard that somebody's trying to kill him, which honestly, Tywin, not everything is about you. Honestly. Get over it. <laughs> uh, so then Arya is setting the table for Tywin. Uh, he doesn't like what he's being served. So Oh, oh, this is a cute moment, actually. I liked this scene. So this is when... I mean, it was stressful. And then it, was it was very stressful. Then it was cute. <laughs> Let me, I'm, I'm torn on this scene. Let me explain. <laughs> so Arya's setting the table for Tywin. He doesn't like the meal that's being served. So he's like, you eat it. And she's like, huh? I'll just eat later. And he's like, no, no, no. You're going to eat it now. Yeah. So she starts eating. They make some banter about how she's so small and that she says, or that he says that this will be his last war, win or lose. And then he's looking out of a window, you know, really talking about like my dad in the war and me in this war and something. So, so then there's like a close up of the neck because yeah. Arya's staring at him. So that's where you were saying she's going to kill somebody. That got really tense. Yeah. It was like zooming in on his neck and zooming in on her. And she's looking at, because they gave her like a really diesel knife to like eat whatever she was eating. This meal. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's mutton. I didn't write uh, it down. I don't know what that is. <laughs> I don't know what that is either. It sounds weird though. It I sounds old timey timey. Old timey timey. But so she's looking at his neck. She's she's got her sights set, and we're like, girl, do it. This is yeah. <laughs> shoot me. <laughs> just um, a quick little swoop. Yep, just a little. <laughs> but then essentially, like the end of this rounded up with, I can't tell if Tywin likes Arya or if he just likes talking because you know how like old people just need somebody to listen to sometimes. Aww. So like that's kind of why I came around to like kind of liking this scene because I feel like this is one of those genuine moments where he just wanted to talk to somebody like real to real even though like she has no choice but to listen. And his grandson sucks. Right, exactly. <laughs> um, so I couldn't tell if it like because since he's the Lord, anybody would sit and listen to him. Yeah. So why is he having this real moment with Arya right now? I guess because it's like genuine conversation, whereas like someone's just listening to him. Exactly, to to but him. he could choose anybody to have this genuine conversation with. But it's his his cup girl. Aww. So like that's why I was like, do I like it? Like, or at least in this moment, do I like this moment or not? And then she's still staring at his neck with this knife in her hand, and I'm like, girl, put it down. <laughs> just unclench. <Aria>. Yeah. <laughs> um, because see, this other thing happens where Tywin's telling her about Harrenhal, like the history of Harrenhal yeah. and how the Targaryens changed the game when they brought in the dragons, and he's like. And, and he's like, that's why people remember Aegon. And Arya's like, and his sisters too. And he's like, hmm. And, and then she goes into a history les- lesson. Yeah. And she starts talking about the um, Aegon's sisters. Yeah. And then she talks about Visenya Targaryen. I'm like, oh, that's her role model. Yes, that's her warrior hero. <laughs> and I was like, girl, I love you for sticking up for the women. But now it's not the time. Yeah. Play dumb. Yeah. You don't know anything. Yeah. And he's like. Obviously, from all of that, like all his interactions with Arya, he's like, this girl's not a peasant. Yeah, he knows something. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And he figures it out. He does. Because he like basically calls her out on it. And he's like, oh, um, if you're going to lie, you have to do a better job at it. Yeah, because she (laughs) says my lord instead of my lord. My lord. Which is one of those like subtlety thingies. Milady. Milady. (laughs) Milady. So he's like, you know, at least be good at it if you're going to lie to me. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, no, she's going to (laughs) die. But then he just lets her go. So that's why I was like, do I like him? Because he's like got a soft spot for her now. I kind of like him because you can yeah. still like villains. Yeah. <laughs> you don't have to necessarily only like the faces and not the heels. There you go. <laughs> Some For those res- who don't understand, what does that mean? Some wrestling jargon. Faces are the heroes. The heels are the bad guys. Mm. And then you got the jobbers, which are the guys that lose. Aww. So that's every single character who dies in every episode. Dang. 
<laughs> so where do we go next? So we are at King's Lou- Landing. Jeez. King's Lounge. <laughs> King's Lounging. They, um, <laughs> only Joffrey is in King's Lounging. <laughs> Everyone else is picking up the slack because they're all stressed out about this war. Yeah, because he's not doing his own job. <laughs> so um, who are we with? So we're with the Hound and Sansa. Mm-hmm. So she thanks him for saving her. And she's like, you were so brave. And he's like, brave? A dog doesn't need courage to chase off rats. Ooh. Ugh. And then she says, does it give you joy to scare people? And he says, no, it gives me joy to kill people. Yeah. Um, a psychopath. Like, calm down, bro. Yeah. You know, do you, do you think he has a sweet spot or is he just a hard ass all the time? Uh, for killing people <laughs> or for Sansa? Just... I don't know. Like, I kind of am hoping he has, like, a sweet spot for Sansa. But then I'm like, he kind of just seems like he's just, like, an edgelord all the time. Like, just <laughs> just brooding. I feel like... <laughs> I want to say yes to both. Because I feel like, like, same thing with when she almost got raped. Like, he, he was... Partially he was in the right place at the right time. But also because he knew to look for her. Yeah. Like, he knew that she was of like, importance to, like, be protected. Yeah. So he's doing his job, but also loves killing, but also is... <laughs> Maybe he also realizes that there's only like him and Tyrion that are actually kind of looking out for Sansa. So yeah. I, yes to both of your questions. <laughs> I think <laughs> he's an interesting one. I want to learn more about him. Yeah. Right. What's your story, bro? Yeah. <laughs> there's not much to it. I just like killing. Yeah, I just like killing people. I just like killing people, yeah. scaring people, um, killing and chilling. He says that, or Sansa says something about to, after he says that he enjoys killing people, and then he's like, Ned enjoyed killing people. And she's like, no, he didn't. He had to. And then she says, why is he so hateful? And he's like, you'll be glad I'm hateful when you're the queen and I'm all that stands between you and your king. And I'm like, boy, we love, we stand anybody who is going to, actually, I don't want to say stand because that's too like internet. I respect <laughs> anybody who is willing to kill Joffrey for Sansa. <laughs> I am here for all of that. Yeah, we clearly see who everyone else likes more. Yeah. <laughs> but then also I realized the second he said that, I was like, am I the psychopath now? Uh, who enjoys the killing? <laughs> Kill! Yeah, I feel like Blood! the show... <laughs> the show, I feel like, does a good job of doing the whole, like, making us think that you're the psycho... Like, the character is a psychopath or, mm-hmm. like, the, the crazy one for enjoying, like, this torture, this killing, and then they swap it on you and then they tell it you that you, the audience, enjoy watching that. So are you the same? Ooh. And I'm like, don't boy. do this to me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's already, called good writing. I already questioned my own sanity enough. <laughs> well, this is me getting you back for my um, existential crisis. <laughs> On the Matrix. A few episodes ago, yeah. <laughs> A fun episode. Yeah. <laughs> Everything is, what's what was that from the Matrix? Everything is... A simulation. Reality is a simulation. Yeah, but there is something about something that you made me have my anxi- uh, anxiety. Never mind. Your existential yeah. crisis. But it's fine. I already forgot. We're moving on. <laughs> <laughs> to Karth. Yeah, we're in Karth. <laughs> Daenerys is being an angry teen. Yes, yeah, she is. Um, Because she is an angry teen. Yes, yeah, she is. <laughs> so what are they talking about? So Zaro's trying to help her. He wants to help her bring the dragons back and says that he took a vow to protect her in front of the whole village. So if anything happens in this world, then it means nothing. And she's like, um, but something did happen. My dragons are gone. So can I speak to your manager? Yeah. She's like, oh, I'm not having a good time. Yeah. I would like to return this. Uh, and then we cut away. Yeah. These I, are very short scenes this they're episode. They're so short. And then like you get this jibber jabber and you're like, and then the end scene and you're like, what? What? Huh? Huh? What just happened? So then now we're in the mountains. Yeah. Where where the hell are these two going? Around. <laughs> John and Igret just seem like they're just aimlessly they're walking. walking around. And I'm like, what? 
<laughs> Wait, come on. They're on a journey. <laughs> Get it together. And then um, she's coming on to John so hard. And like, girl, same, because like Kit Harrington is so cute. But... <laughs> Obviously, she's just teasing him. But they just they they just keep walking, and then and then the scene. I don't remember if there's any special dialogue here. I'm looking at. We're the just script. talking about how. Um, I know. I'm very impressed that you pulled that up. <laughs> I was like, I, I was have... going to say something earlier, but I wanted you were reading off of it, and I didn't want to interrupt you. <laughs> I know. I um. I was like, I literally have the technology. <laughs> That's smart. Yeah. You study. Um, I, so I essentially, know. this scene is she's still judging the political structure of Westeros, saying that it's crazy that you live in a world where everyone tells you what to do and you're only king because your dad was. In my world, we chose Mance Raider because of whatever, an open democracy. Mm-hmm. Um, and then now she's just she's just campaigning for Jon Snow to become a free man, but he's not having it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. The scene cuts away and then they just... they. And I'm like, are they just going to walk around oh, still? Oh, actually, what does happen in the scene... Ah, something happens. <laughs> it's a minor... It's like an internet... Thing. It's one of those, like, it, it explains the meme. Um, she says that she could teach him how to have sex. And he's like, I know how to do it. And she's like, you know nothing, Jon Snow. And that's where that comes from. Ah. <laughs> oh. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was, like, this big thing of, like, I don't know, like, some, like, battle was happening. And, like, you know nothing, Jon Snow. But, no, it's about him being a virgin. That's hilarious. Yeah. I do hear that it expands. <laughs> Like, it has more meaning later on because, you know, again, he doesn't know anything about his mother because they took Ned from us too soon. I'm not bitter about it. <laughs> but I just, I expected that to be a, a bigger thing yeah. instead of just a, you're a virgin joke. Yeah. <laughs> so, Nerd. Because, like, I, I've also heard that people, like, scream that at him in the streets. Like, you know, like when you just see, like, the famous person from that show that you've seen. Yeah. So, like, that's what I've heard he gets all the time in public. Is you know nothing, Jon Snow? Yeah. But like, I don't know, the third time I'm saying it, it should have been something bigger. Or I thought it would have been something <laughs> you bigger. You thought it was deeper. Yeah. <laughs> but And then you're, you find out and you're like so disappointed. So disappointed. <laughs> um, also, where's Ghost? Um, he was just walking around. Remember the last time he was just, just having fun in, in these mountains? Snow. Yeah. Yeah. But you're right. He could have... Uh, <laughs> You know what's going to happen? It's going to be one of those, like, Jon Snow is going to be, like, in battle and someone's almost going to cut his neck and then Ghost is going to come out of nowhere and tackle the other guy. And be like... Yeah, one of those moments. It's going to be one of those convenient moments. (laughs) Of course. Yep. Whoop. Where are we now? Stark camp. Stark camp. Uh, The Lannister messenger tells Rob that Cersei ripped his message in half. She's so good at ripping papers. Yeah, that's her (laughs) special power. Yeah. It's her superpower. Daenerys, like, doesn't get burned by fire and Cersei rips papers in half. <laughs> and then um Rob and Talissa do some more awkward flirting. Yeah, they do. <laughs> um so then she comes in, she needs more supplies because she's run out because there's too many dead people. Not dead people, but too many wounded men around. Mm-hmm. Um so then she says, "Can I write you a list for to take to the Maester of whatever <laughs> land is supposed to be surrendering surrendering to Rob?" And he's like, "No, come with me so you can look through his supplies. He wants all the wounded men to be treated well no matter what side they're on so this is my question does rob really care about treating all the men on either side or does he just care about bagging talissa i think it's more of like he idolizes his dad and he's just doing what his dad would have done that's fair yeah would Ned have done that or is he just trying to bag talissa (laughs) (laughs) maybe maybe a little bit of both because they had that whole conversation yeah um about like mercians i don't know i think a little bit of both because also the the lannister messenger that came back he didn't kill him he decided to uh make sure that he had somewhere to stay yeah. Even though it was with Jamie, which is <laughs> stupid, but whatever. Let's give him a friend. Yeah. Yeah. Because I mean, I guess, I mean, we don't know much about Ned's past, but I feel like from one, because we don't know if he was like a hard ass or if he showed any mercy.
Marcy when he was younger, but yeah. like I feel like when we saw older Ned, he must have been more merciful. Yeah. Maybe just having kids does that to you. Maybe. <laughs> so Winterfell. Yeah, Bran well, and Theon. It still counts as Winterfell, right? Being in this farmhouse that's outside of the gates. I mean, I don't know what Let's the, just I don't know what that Winterfell. land is called. It's it's the road. <laughs> it's the farm off the road. Yeah, a little bit a little bit off of it. Yeah. So Theon says he's all like pissed off and he's like I'm looking at spending the rest of my life being treated like a fool and a eunuch by my own people. And I'm like, "Up oh, there it is. Yep. That's his reason for all insecurity, dumb decisions. Yep. <laughs> and he also says, so he's talking to Lewin about this. Mm-hmm. And he's also, he like kind of closes off that little monologue by saying that it's better to be cruel than weak. And why is it that we're always equating kindness and reason with weakness? Yeah. It's weird, you know? right? I feel like usually like villains or like people who lose their past kind of go down that route. Yeah. Because like Theon very clearly has lost his way. Yeah. Hey friends, if you lost your way, come talk to us before you decide to be cruel. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we'll put you mean. back. Don't be mean. Yeah. Uh, so then his right, what's his right hand's name? Uh, Dagmar. Name? Dagmar. He finds some walnut shells in, I, in the back of some like, um, some hay. So then that's like their signal that they found the boys apparently. Hey. Because <laughs> how, like, um, we don't track animals or hunt people or whatever. So how do you look in the stack of hay and find a walnut shell and be like, that's it. Those are the boys. Yeah. Like, like how do they, you know? Did they see some like broken up hay and they're like, oh, let's check over here. Right. Like there's no footprints over there. Yeah, I have no idea. Or like maybe like one of the hounds went over because they smelled it because like the kids mm, smell oh, would be on the walnut. I guess. That's smart. Yeah. That's probably also, it. was Horder just like cracking the walnuts in his hand? Probably. That is, I wish I could do that. He's so strong. I tried cracking a walnut once with my palm and the walnut cut me. <laughs> <laughs> so ever since I have not done it. <laughs> I don't blame you. Back to Karth. 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 Jorah's uh, back. Yeah, and Daenerys is just having a rough time. Yeah. Can I say, though, that I didn't even realize that Jorah was gone? <laughs> Me <laughs> totally neither. forgot about him. Actually, I didn't either. <laughs> but what were you saying? <laughs> so they're talking um, They're talking about Eerie, and Daenerys is like, she's dead. She died alone. She died for me, and I couldn't protect her. Survivor's guilt, man. Yeah. So uh, Jorah asks Doria, and Daenerys is like, we can't find her. She must be dead, too. I led my people out of the Red Waste and into the slaughterhouse. Mm. She is just having a rough time. She is. Right? She gets married off in exchange for soldiers, gets raped, abused by her brother. Her husband dies. She struggles to survive in the desert. The last of her people get murdered. Her dragons get stolen. And now she's an emotional wreck. And her (laughs) dragon baby stillborn thing also happened. That also happened. She lost her baby and her husband. Yep. And now her three dragons. Honestly, what... What did she do Hon- <laughs> to the author? <laughs> Why? Mr. Martin? Why? <laughs> I have a bone to pick with yeah. you. Leave her alone. <laughs> and then Jorah says that he shouldn't have left her with these people. And she goes, these people? I'm <laughs> Not in that sense. I was going to write that note and be like, yes, Daenerys stick up for them. But she's like, these people? I only knew one Targaryen and he would have let me be raped by a thousand men. The Dothraki turned on me the second call fell off the horse. Who are my people? The people of Westeros don't know that I'm alive. And when they find out, it's not like they're going to cheer my name or set up the throne for me. So it's that guy, the um, the annoying guy from the 13. He really got to her head. But like to give her a wake up call and, and it worked. Yeah, it did. And like good for her because yeah. it's only I think that's only going to help her. Oh, yeah. Like you know? it'll be like a big because she's basically been like the whole time. Delusional. Like, yeah. yeah. She's like, I'm just going to show up and they're going to be like all about me. Yeah. And he's like, what? So he pulled her head out of her ass. A little bit, and yeah. 
<laughs> you know, he sucks, but good. <laughs> <laughs> to the mountains. To the mountains. What's happening? So Igra asks, how long until we get back to your clo- crows? And John says, we're close. Like, you're a liar. Like, I'm he sick of these no two. <laughs> Wait, also, why is she asking him the time? Like, he, she's the local. Yeah. She should know. She's just messing with him. Yeah. And I'm like, I hate these two. Like, I'm over them. <laughs> also, side note, the crows are what she calls the the men of the night watch. Yes. Yeah, yeah. They, ref- they she calls them that all the time. And I don't think we've ever explained that. Yeah. So just, just for I that little like, hint of context. I feel like we haven't really heard them called that until like she showed now, up yeah. either. So it's not like. Meh. Yeah. But so, so that, then what happens? Um, she keeps teasing him about sex um, and catches him off guard and like pulls him and runs away. Mm-hmm. She uses her womanly charm, you know. As usual. Um, so then he chases her, leads him right in a trap. Trapped. Yeah. Surrounded. Yeah. All these which, wildings. Which like obviously like she lives up there. She knows where to go. Yeah. <laughs> She's smart. Yeah. He really, he knows nothing. <laughs> yeah. You know nothing. Do you remember? <laughs> so it kind of, so the way they got trapped, it was so silly. So he's just like in this open area and then all of a sudden all these wildlings pop up uh-huh. behind like rocks. Yeah. Cause he's like in a little valley and everybody's up like layered up on the hill. Yeah. I'm like looking at them and I was like, it's like in Star Wars where Luke gets surrounded by sand people, but less exciting. Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Because, like, the sand people just, like, they're, like, and then they charge up. And then, Mm. like, but, like, then they start attacking. But then these people just stand up and they're, like, looking at him. It's for the suspense. Yeah. Ooh. Mm. Because also, like, Star Wars was a two-hour movie. This is, like, an eight-hour season. So they had the time to just stand there in Star Wars. They had to get moving. They had time to waste. (laughs) We had to keep the movie, the story moving. Yeah. If it's not, if it's just standing still, that's dead time. Yeah. So, oh, God, King's Landing. Yeah. (sighs) Sansa has, like, some PTSD, like, night terror dream about almost being raped again. Yeah, except in her nightmare, her rape also becomes a murder. Yep. Yep. And then, uh, what happened? And then she she wakes up. Mm-hmm. And uh, she's got her first period. So she yep. is really freaking out. Yeah. And she starts like pulling back the cover. Yeah, she's trying to hide it all. Shay comes in. She sees what's happening. She tries to calm her and the whole like, it's okay. She's like, just your period. Like it's, you know, like it, she thinks that it's like a normal reaction, which it is. But also like she doesn't realize the context yeah. of what's happening. And then Sansa says, if the queen sees I can have jo- Joffrey's children now. And Shay is like, oh, oh and let's flip this mattress. Yeah. Shay's a real one. Yeah. She's so quick to help Sansa. Didn't hesitate. Yeah. And then some. Women support women yeah and then some random lady walks into the room looks at them and then like walks out and shay chases her she um puts the knife up to her throat she's like don't you tell anyone ladies Ladies. supporting ladies yeah would you ever hold anybody at knife point for me um yeah Oh, thank you. <laughs> Although um, the next person, I would never try to hold a knife point for you. No offense. Oh, because yeah. Because by the time Shay gets back to Sansa's room, uh, the hound is in there. Real and quick. he has seen the situation. What's real quick? So, sorry. They didn't have pads or tampons or cups or anything. So for periods during old, like during old timey times, right? What did they do? Like, what do they do? I have no idea. Did they just I've put, always like, wondered about that. They did just get like cotton and like just stick um, it. I don't know. Up there. I don't know. I don't want to. Anyway. And that's one of those things like I kind of don't want to research because then they're going to show us pictures and things that I don't need to see yet. <laughs> I'm not ready. Yeah. <laughs> but if you happen to know offhand, tell us. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, but so the hound is in there. So he's seen that, you know, Sansa's had her period. So he's going to snitch. Yeah. And uh, I also would not want you to hold the knife up to his neck for me. I would do it. Don't. Fight me, bro. Fight me, bro. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> Was he just casually walking by or did he like smell blood and go to it? Like what? He's just a, he's a <laughs> like, I'm really annoyed that he was there. Yeah. He just smelled the way he goes. 
Sansa. Like, he's just walking by. He's like, hey, what's up? Oh, God. <laughs> no. It is funny that he just stood there and he didn't have the typical, like, boy reaction. Of the, oh, 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 yeah. oh, oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Huh? Honestly, the fact that he didn't have the typical boy reaction, that's what I want that's from suspicious. my man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Babe, yeah, you if want, you're out there. <laughs> you want a man to just stare at you while you have your period. No, definitely not. <laughs> no. So I take that back. <laughs> But I definitely don't want like the ill gross reaction. Oh, same. Yeah. Because that hurts my feelings. <laughs> <laughs> it, but it also gives you some kind of power over him because he's like, oh, no, 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 no. Yeah. <laughs> but also, yeah, same. No, don't like, boys, it happens. Yeah. It's okay. Yeah. It's You're not going to die. All bodies are weird. Get over it. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> so now what happens? I know. Yeah. Uh, Cersei and Sansa. We're having that you're a woman now speech. Yes. I did not like this. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't like any of this. But I also have, again, same thing with like that Tywin Arya scene. I have like, I have weird, like almost respect thoughts. We'll get to that in a minute. I think it's, I think it's like Cersei's just, she has like a soft spot for kids. I think so. I think that's all it is. But, um, so um, she says that. You know, the whole, the general, you're a woman speech, which we're not, we don't need to really go over because we've all gotten that already. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then she's like, Joffrey's always been difficult. Don't we all know that? Yeah, right. So she was apparently in labor with him for a day and a half <sighs> while King Robert wasn't even there. Yo, they didn't have Trash. epidurals. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Cersei, that's a rough time. Oh, so like, I can't even blame her. Yeah. <laughs> so she was there giving birth alone because her husband was out hunting because it was custom that he would just bounce whenever she was giving birth which is like the most unsupportive thing i've ever heard of but then she you know backtracks and says that she didn't want him there anyway yeah because she had picelle the midwives and her brother gross who wasn't allowed in the birthing room and then got mad when he was told that he couldn't be in there and cersei's like joffrey will never show that much devotion to you and just imagine having such a little faith in your son <laughs> like that you raised damn it's like she knows he's a monster yeah and uh she says you may never love the king but you will love his children and sansa says i love his grace with all my heart and cersei's like oh that's really touching but and she's like <laughs> stop that yeah she's like Ooh. so then uh there's this really crazy moment oh well, actually so she gives her some like some real real talk like cersei real talk mm-hmm. and she says uh you know the more people you love the weaker you are mm-hmm. you'll do silly things to make them happy love nobody but your children and sansa's like shouldn't i love joffrey and she's like you can try <laughs> i hurt from that burn yeah like i'm still trying to recover from that because i'm like damn seriously like who do you not love joffrey i like like gen- like when we say like i had to pause and take a second like i'm usually kidding about that but like this time i had to like stop yeah like for a minute and be like damn she really said that yeah like i i legitimately that caught me off guard yeah i was like oh but that's so like the end of the, so that's why i, I like I definitely have a lot more respect for Cersei after the scene because she had such like a real moment with Sansa Mm -hmm. and she was real about like, you're not going to love Joffrey. And I know you're not because like she went through the same thing. Yeah. So I guess like it's that too. Like she also feels the same. uh, She can relate to Sansa in that way. But like, and it's trying to almost warn her. I also kind of feel bad for Sansa, like bouncing off of that because like, I, I kind of feel like even through all this abuse with Joffrey, like she's still kind of holding on to the idea of love right. because she's so young. Yeah. She's kind of like still grasping onto that. And Cersei's yeah. like, there's really not. It's not going to happen. There. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh, we're going to get deep. Yeah. Do we need to hold hands? Oh, <laughs> it'd be so cute. <laughs> um, 
But I guess since we have to move on at some point, we're at Star Camp. Yay! Jamie's still a prisoner. Um, and we find out the messenger is related to them. They're cousins. So um, Cersei really did hook all our relatives up with um, jobs when she became queen. She really held it down. Yeah. <laughs> She's, that's a real one. <laughs> Um, but it, this is another one of those like kind of funny, but also like a genuine family moment mm-hmm. scenes. So this this whole episode is, I feel like, very like family and, or very genuine character moments. That's Which why we, I think I liked it. Yeah, because we don't get a lot of that. We don't. So the boy reveals that he squired for Jamie once and like he like looks up to Jamie and he's his he hero. Idolizes he idolizes him. Jamie. And Jamie's being like really nice about it. Yeah. And they're talking, they're having like a nice time saying that like, oh, I squared for you for that one wedding. And Jamie's talking about like this aunt who did that. And, um, you know, the squire says that he'll remember that day till the day he dies. Aw. And we found out that Jamie was a squire to Sir Barristan when he was 16. Yeah, who's that? Sir Barristan's that um, knight who got fired and was all pissed off about it. Oh, because he couldn't read. No. He's oh, 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 no, the other one. Okay, when Joffrey yeah, yeah, yeah. became king. Gotcha. And they were like, you didn't protect my father. Yes, 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 yes. I yeah. do recall now. That guy. Yes. So, <laughs> so Jamie also like idolized Sir Barristan, but like he apparently wasn't good at his job. No. <laughs> So it's like one of those cute moments where you're like talking to your hero and then uh, then they start talking about how Jamie has a plan to escape. So of course his cousin wants to help him. So my first, uh. so, okay. So this is like one of those, um, my, I wrote this note in the beginning of this conversation where I said, uh, so of course the cousin wants to help and of course the boy's going to get caught and killed. And then the second I wrote that note down, Jamie's like, but the only thing you have to do is die for it. I know. I was, and I was like, like, what? I was like, you just bonded with this sweetheart. Yeah. (laughs) He looks up to you. And of course he's going to want to die for you. I'm like, no. Now I hate him again. (laughs) You douche. Yeah. So Um, he he like beats him. So he's like 90% dead. So that there's enough of him like twitching and making enough noise for the guard to hear and see and come in. That's messed up. So then he chokes the guard too. And the guard dies. And now he has the keys and can run away. And like... Oh my God, when he was choking the guard, there was like bone breaking sounds and I gagged. Ooh. I was like, Ugh. and I was like, oh God, I even did the motion. It was just, it was rough. You had the real, the full like stomach <laughs> moment. <I was> like, <laughs> so like, at least he was nice to the kid before he died, but like the kid didn't need to die. Yeah, that's messed up, yeah. bro. And that's your cousin. Yeah. But I guess family doesn't matter in this world. Yeah. You know, he could have just played dead. He could have just yeah. played dead. <laughs> you know, like, oh my God, help. Yeah. Oh my god. Like punch him in the face or something. Somebody call IXII. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, (laughs) But now we're back with Jorah. Yes. In Karth. And it's the creepy mask lady. Yep. Is she a psychic or is she just observant? I don't know. Yeah. Oh, her name is Kaith. No. Yeah, Kaith. Huh. How about that? Weird. They Um, never once said her name, right? No, I just see it now in the script. Huh. (laughs) I think she's just observant. Oh, okay. So she says something um, that I thought was weird. She, so she says, will you betray her again? Talking about Daenerys. Yeah. Jorah the end all. And I was like, again? Yeah. What, does, what was the first time? I was like, did I miss something? Are we going to get that story? Yeah. So I'm like, did something happen like behind the scenes in the plot? Or is this like pre-show plot where it's his fault her family's dead? Ooh, I don't know. I, it's definitely like pre-show. Like it was, he knows so that he can build his character. Yeah. But we may never know. Yeah, because I'm like, did he do something and that's why her family got slaughtered? I don't know. Who knows? Huh, that stresses me out. And then she says, um, he's like asking her about where the dragons are and she's like, the thief you seek is with her now. Like, Bitch, who? Just say it. <laughs> yeah. Who Who done it? <laughs> who done it? <laughs> Stop 
talking in riddles. I'm over it. And speaking of who's in front of her now, she's in front of the 13. Yeah. She's begging for her dragons back. Yeah. And, and the annoying, arrogant guy is being annoying and arrogant. <laughs> the creepy magic guy says that he'll help because it was an arrangement he made with the king of Karth. Skeletor. But there is no king, except I'm wrong because Zaro steps forward and says that he's decided to become king. And he's just decided that that's a thing now. So uh, he gives this whole speech about how kingdoms have been made on less than the three cat-sized dragons of this magic guy. Then the magic man uses double team to clone himself. And then he slits the throat for everybody on the 13th. <laughs> Shadow clone juju. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so they're um, all dead. And now it's just Zaro and this magic man, Skeletor. Yeah. And Daenerys is like, huh? Yeah. I was um, really disgusted and confused by all this. So that's shocked and confused. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was like, oh, there's so much blood. I was like, what is happening? Oh, there's blood. What's happening? Maybe was this like, was I- not the best choice of show for you to watch. Because <laughs> yeah. you're gagging every single episode. It's okay. I get over it. I'll it's get over fine. It. I don't need blood anyway. Yeah. I'm, uh. <laughs> uh, so Daenerys runs away and now we're back to the Stark camp. Yay. Um, so Jamie escaped in the night, but he didn't get very far because they caught him. Yep. Um, and Kat is very intense in this scene. Yes, she is. So what has happened was, let's see, what well, first note is about ladies being ladies again because some guy bursts into the tent and uh, <laughs> Brian's like, whoa, hold your horses. And he's like, get your hands off me, woman. And she's like, not any farther, man. Uh, and he apologizes so fast. Yeah. And I'm like, love that girl. Um, so then they say that they caught Jamie, the Kingslayer, whatever. He didn't get too far. So then, oh, so then. And there is a riot outside. (laughs) This guy, Kara Stark, wants to behead Jamie for killing his son. His son was the guard that got choked. Yeah. Um, so Kat says, absolutely not. Now is not the time. The guy tries to muscle his way through and she's like, have you, oh, cause this is also like, they're pulling Jamie back through the camp. So everybody's like riding around Jamie. And like beating him. Yeah. While he's throwing walking. things at him. Yeah. Um, so then he tries to muscle his way through to get to Jamie. She's like, have you forgotten who I am? The widow of Ned Stark, the mother of the king. And he's like, oh, you're right. So <laughs> he tries to argue about like, you know, I should be able to kill him because he killed my son. And Kat's like, yeah, but he crippled mine. Yeah, he crippled. And like, there's like more to this than just beheading him. Like he's valuable. Yeah, like he's a leverage so she can get her daughters back. Yeah. So then this other guy like tries to draw his sword and Brienne's like, threatening my ladies, an act of treason. You better not. (laughs) So then Jamie tries to mouth off to Kat and she's like, go to the stockades and put a gag on him. Yeah. Just shut that guy up. Take him to the stockades. Bind him with every chain you can find. Every chain. And and gag him. (laughs) (laughs) With a cherry on top, yeah. Yeah. Just... (laughs) King's Landing? King's Landing. What's happening? Um, so, <laughs> so, uh, A comedy Cer- show, I guess. Yeah, right? So Cersei and Tyrion are talking about the absolute mess of a person Joffrey Bar- yes. Baratheon is. <laughs> Just this human disaster. Just this absolute trash pile. Oh, God. So Cersei... <laughs> Cersei starts to hint to Tyrion that her children are, in fact, incest babies. And she's wondering if that's why Joffrey is crazy, pointing out that the Targaryens wed bro and s- brothers and sisters. Bro and sis. Bro and sis. That's when I shorthanded my notes. I knew <laughs> I was going to read it like that. And yet. <laughs> and yet. And I didn't fix it. So the, we find out the Targaryens wed brothers and sisters. I mean, this is probably the second time we're hearing about this. But yeah. for years, and half of them went mad. Yeah. So. So And there's a saying that when a Targaryen is born, the gods flip a coin. That's messed up. Yeah. <laughs> Could you imagine the gods be like, oh, a new one. Heads or tails, heads or tails, guys, heads or tails. <laughs> tails mad. 
(laughs) (laughs) Oh, now this one is heads. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Mentally messed up. (laughs) (laughs) But so also just before she gets into that, um, Tyrion is saying, or Cersei is trying to like get Joffrey out of battling. And Tyrion is like, but like the, the soldiers need to see their king there, like for morale. And like he's 17, it's time. There's younger kids fighting for him. And she's like, but that's my baby. But he's just the boy. And um, so then she has that whole talk about the Targaryens and how she feels like that happened. Uh, Tyrion's trying to comfort her, saying that Tommen, which is apparently the son's name, the prince, his name is Tommen, oh. and Marcella are decent children, which was like, I feel like the most um, brother-sister like comforting they've ever gotten. Yeah. Like she starts crying and he takes a step forward. Like he almost wants to hug her, but he doesn't know how to hug his sister, <laughs> which is hilarious and so sad at the same time. <laughs> um, but there was something else I was going to say from here. Um, maybe it's later on. Never mind then. I won't yeah. get ahead of myself. But I guess since Jamie is uh, Joffrey's dad, real dad, Cersei says, I always hoped he'd be like Jamie. Yes. He looks like him. And Tyrion's like the boy's more Robert than Jamie. And Cersei says, Robert was a drunken fool, but he didn't enjoy cruelty. And I'm like, mm, that's probably the nicest thing she's ever said about him. Probably. <laughs> and she said, sometimes I wonder if this is the price for what we've done for our sins. And that's when she says all and that And that goes stuff. into the incest thing. <sighs> God. <laughs> it's getting but, deep, guys. But. <laughs> but now we're back in Stark camp. Stark camp. Soldiers are all drunk fighting over who gets to kill Jamie. Nice. Kat and Brienne decide that uh, Jamie will not last the night yeah, at no. this rate. And uh, Kat goes over to talk to Jamie and starts insulting his honor. Yep. And he says, the rudest thing. This is the worst. Yeah, I thought she was going to kill him on the spot. Oh, my God. I would have beat the crap out of him. He has some monologue about knights taking too many vows. And, you know, one way or another, you're forsaking one vow because you're following another vow. And she says, uh, you have no honor that you've clearly... or And then he says that I've only ever been with Cersei. So... Technically, I have more honor than any man here, especially Ned Stark, who has a bastard son. And uh, Kat is not happy about that. Yeah. He is so rude. And I was like, don't you dare, Jamie Lannister. <laughs> yeah. Well, stay in your lane, Jamie. Yeah. He brings up Jon <laughs> Snow and is like, have you ever pretended to love him? And he's like, no, you can't, because he's a walking reminder that your husband cheated on you. And I'm like, Jamie Lannister, you better stop that. Yeah. <laughs> so then Kat asked for Brienne's sword and I'm like, oh girl, don't be stupid. <laughs> Ooh, you need him. <laughs> oh boy. Uh, but then before we see what happens, we cut away to Winterfell. You know what? Maybe she's going to cut off one of his fingers and a raven's going to bring one of his <laughs> like mafia style. <laughs> I was going to say like Godfather style. <laughs> the horse head, except it's just a finger. Yeah. <laughs> here's here's uh, his necklace. It's like a little like bit of flesh. Ooh. Yeah. And just some hair. Yeah. There you go. So we're back to Winterfell. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. Theon, what's he doing? Theon. He's like uh, going off. Um, he's like, I told you what would happen, all of you. I told you what would happen if you served me loyally and what would happen if you didn't. And uh, Lewin is freaking out because he's yep. like, what's going on? They uh, all of a sudden, um, you know, uh, they raised two bodies of children hanged by their necks and burned. Like, to a crisp. Burned. And... Um, Lewin starts freaking out. He just totally loses his shit because, because they're baby bodies. They're children. Those are his babies. Bronn. Yeah. Rickon. Yeah. So now he's like, those are my babies. Yeah. And even no. Theon realizes that it's gone too far because his face drops and he's like, oh, what did I do? Yeah. He's like, oh, I'm in some deep, oh. deep. And that is the end of that episode. Yeah. And I just like overall, very good episode, I thought. It was a really good episode. Just really, I mean, also like character, there was suspense. 
<laughs> but like I'm really starting to respect Cersei yeah. and like understand her a little bit more now. She's a good character. Mm-hmm. Like she's not my favorite, but she's no, a good character. But yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, that's the whole like I can respect you, but I don't like you. Yeah, and like I get why Peter Dinklage has all of those awards. <laughs> He's got nominated for like every single thing every single year. Oh, it's and amazing. won like half of them or something like that. So I get that. You know. <laughs> It's one yeah. of those, like, when you're not watching the show, show you're like, oh, yeah, of course they're going to sweep it because, like, they they got HBO money. But, no, he's a he's talented. He's so good. I like him a lot. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder what he's going to do now that he has no Game of Thrones to do. Um, He was just in uh, Endgame. No. Infinity War? Oh, that's right. He was. Yeah. So maybe that'll he's be a recurring character. Yeah, he could take a break if he wants to. Yeah, he really could. He doesn't have to do anything for the next, but like, eight years. But acting is his passion. So he will. Yeah. <laughs> Good. And, and bless us for that. Yeah, right? <laughs> so episode eight. Episode eight. The Prince of Winterfell. The Prince of Winterfell. Here comes Yara. <laughs> She's the real Prince of Winterfell. <laughs> yeah, for real. So Theon's trying to show off to her. He's like... Oh, look at what a good job I did. Yeah. Oh, wait, but first, it just opens on, I don't know why this is important, but it opens on just a bunch of dead crows being dumped. That gets yes. referred to later on, but just wanted to mention Does that. Does it? Oh, uh, I might have yeah. missed that. Yeah, that was, I was like, you didn't have to do that. Yeah. Those those poor Now birds. how are we going to gossip? You just murdered a murder. <laughs> murder. Murder. So, so Yara says to, um, <laughs> she says to Theon, which one gave you the tougher fight, the cripple or the six-year-old? <laughs> Which we predicted. We said that she was going to clown him. Yeah. Go back and listen to the last yep. episode. I said it. Yeah, yeah. It, it was. Yep. Yep. We got proof. Yeah. Um, <laughs> she has immense BD in this. Yes, she does. All the women in this show have BD. Yeah. And only some of the men do, which is fun and ironic. <laughs> Theon definitely does not. He, no, he doesn't. <laughs> so Yara's calling him out for burning the boys. And he's like, I treated them with honor and they repaid me with treason. And she's like, you made them prisoners in their own home. So they ran away. That's called treason. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Yeah. She's like, bro. And he's like, uh, uh, I, well, um. <laughs> and she's like, your little boy prisoners made you a promise and you got mad when they broke it? Are you the dumbest cunt alive? She's not <laughs> wrong. <laughs> so then he kind of, um, she, he she pisses him off and he like makes a motion at her and he's like, I'm warning you. And she's like, go on then, warn me. Yeah, honestly, what can he do to her? Yeah, and then he like takes a step back because I guess he thought that would intimidate her. And he's like, oh, she's not intimidated. Yeah. <laughs> So then she um, she announces that she's here to take him home because father wants a word. They're sea people and Winterfell is hundreds of miles from the water. So what good is that to them? And now that he's killed the Stark boys, everybody in the North will want to see Theon hanged. The yeah. dumb idiot. Dummy. I also didn't realize Yara was the older sibling. Neither did I. I was like, what? It gets explained. Yeah. Just now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, she tells all of her men to leave because she has like a, a horde of men following her. Because um, she's a good leader. Yeah, she's a good leader. And they listen to her the first time she says something. Yeah, they respect her. Yeah. The Iron Islands don't care about what's in your pants. They just nope, care that you're a good don't. leader. <laughs> and you know what? I bet you on the Iron Islands, they can tell if you're a woman, even if you have pants on. Yeah. They're not like, oh, look at this man <laughs> with pretty hair. <laughs> <laughs> and that, that womanly voice is still a man, though. <laughs> still, those pantaloons. Can't get past pantaloons. the pantaloons. Yeah. <laughs> um, but so then all the men leave and then she has this little monologue about how he was a real crybaby when they were both kids. And uh, there's this one night where he was crying so much that she wanted to just like shut him up 
mm-hmm. like in the death way, shut him up. Yeah. So then she stands over his crib, but then he sees her and they lock eyes and he stops crying and it's like a cute moment. Yeah, he's but like, then, she's like, you looked up at me and you stopped screaming and you smiled at me. Uh, the last time Theon was cute. Yeah, right. <laughs> but then so she essentially has this whole like she's heart to heart angling at him to come home. And he's like, no, I took Winterfell, so I'm going to keep it. Yeah. Like, Theon, nice shut up. Yeah. Shut up. Yeah. <laughs> so now we're back to Jon Snow. Jon Snow. And the Wildlings. And we find out they caught Corrin Halfhand. Yes. I thought that was the other guy, though. I was confused at who this was because I thought he was somebody else. Now, because they're like the Lord of Bones shows up. He's like just this wildling that wears bones. And, <laughs> and why? I don't know. And he says the Halfhand knows more. This one's just a little boy got him because they, like, oh, they like bring okay. John over yeah. to them. Because Igret's like about John. She's like, man, so we'll want to capture, question this one. And the Lord of Bones is like, why? <laughs> so she defends him a good three, four times. She does. So this is where I got a little confused um, because the Lord of Bones is about to, um, he kind of doesn't want to keep John and wants to just kill him. Yeah. So Igret says he's a bastard of Winterfell, Ned Stark's son. So he's like, what does Mance want with a dead man's bastard? And I'm like, how are they up to date on stuff? You're right. Like, how do they know who the Starks are and how do they know about Ned's death? I have no idea. Like, I'm like, I don't, do the, do the Maybe. ravens pass a note <laughs> onto a, a, like a wall creature? A wall raven? Yeah, a wall raven. There's like special say, ravens. Maybe, maybe the men of the Night Watch every now and I mean, but they don't like the wildlings. I was going to say maybe a man of the Night Watch like passes stuff onto the wildlings, but then they're yeah. all fighting so they wouldn't talk. Yeah, unless like his man's raider. That's a loophole. I don't, yeah, I'm like, I don't, I don't understand. <laughs> There's no ravens out there. It's too cold. <laughs> I don't and, understand. And what's his face? Theon just killed all of his. Yeah. And they're the closest one. They're they're in the north, so they're the closest to the wildlings. Yeah. Hmm. So, like, the wall is getting ravens, right? Yes. They get ravens at the wall. Mm-hmm. But then do they send ravens to the guy with the creepy village? Oh. And then does that guy know. relay information to Man's Raider, who then relays information to the wildlings? Like, I don't... You know I what's don't annoying? understand. I bet you it's explained in the book. Ah. The five thousand page book. I'm not reading it. No, neither am I. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not gonna do it. <laughs> um, but end of end of the story is that uh, Igret saves Jon Snow's life because somehow she convinces them that Jon is of value to Mance Raider. Yeah, and that's that, right? Yeah, I got. I just got really mad about. That's a really good point because I I didn't pick up on that. I found the information. I was like, oh, God. You know when they wrote that, they're like, nobody's going to notice. But you did. I did. Because I'm like, I'm like, wait a minute. Hold wait a phone. minute. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> I was like, I don't understand. Anyway, uh, moving on. So yeah. we're on to Rob Stark. Yep. And um, to he's list- on a date. He's on a date. Well, not really. They're going to like meet whoever. Yeah. So they're talking about the woman that Rob is promised to. Mm-hmm. And we get a name drop. What's her name? Oh, actually, no. He says Frey, I suppose. I don't know her first name. <laughs> <laughs> wow. They're like made for each other. Yeah. <laughs> Love respecting our wives. Yeah. But then some guy rides up on his horse and says that the Kingslayer escaped in the night. So is Cat okay? Yeah, right. That was like she was the last one to see him. Yeah. So I was like, I was like, oh, Cat. And then uh, we cut back to Fute. She's alive. Well, real quick. Yeah. While Rob and Talis, before that, Rob and Talis are talking about Ned, mm-hmm. and I got hit really hard in the feels because like Rob's talking about Ned. I'm like, he just idolizes him so much. <laughs> he just mm. re- really loves his dad. I'm like, 
I bet you they had a really healthy father-son relationship too. <laughs> Rob! They probably like, had open communication and like didn't make each other feel bad for things. Yeah, I think Rob is slowly like going up my list as my favorite character. Ooh. Yeah, I like him a lot. Wow. So, um, so yeah, so back to Yeah, Kat. so we think that Kat's in danger because Jamie Lannister has escaped, but then we find out that she's alive because yeah. that's just the next scene. But it also turns out that she's the one who let him go. Yeah. For the girls. She traded Jamie for the girls, but that means that she betrayed Rob, her son. And he's pissed. So, yeah, he calls her day and night watch on Kat because she can't be trusted anymore. Yeah. I don't blame him. He's like, wh- why? Why would you do this? Yeah. <laughs> like, I get her reasoning, but also, like, come on, girl. Yeah. And Rob makes a good point. He's like, Jamie Lannister's played you for a fool. You've weakened our position. You've brought discord into our camp. And you did it all behind my back. (laughs) Yeah. Like, ooh. And I feel like that's when she has kind of like an oh shit moment. Yeah. Because she didn't, I feel like she didn't consider all that. I feel like all of this was just like impulsive. Like, I want to get my babies back. Yeah, it was very mom protective. Yeah. Like, whoop. Um, And then that's also, even also on his end. It's like the you chose your daughters over your son kind of thing too yeah he's like what are you doing on the family level it it even sucks yeah damn sorry and then also it kind of like kind of might hit his ego a little bit because it's like oh she didn't think what i was doing was good enough right (laughs) because i'm still i'm still the kid he's probably like 20 or something probably so she just went over his head yeah didn't trust him so yeah so we go from all that to brianna and jamie they're walking somewhere in the woods yeah and they conveniently find a boat yep he's trying to smart talk her out of his chains he is so rude to her very rude so rude but like obviously he's being rude to her about her looks and her being a female knight and like obviously it's uncommon because she's literally one of the few female (laughs) warriors in the show yeah but i was like damn jamie shut up and it's also like that's the easiest thing to go after her about like she's heard that already yeah like if you're going to try to get out of your chains like be create like the same thing with like people being racist like don't go for like pulling your eyes at me like be creative about it yeah you know yeah exactly think about it a second because i've gotten (laughs) that before yeah or like when people are like oh you're ugly and it's like okay but like i I got over that in middle school yeah i got over that and i developed a personality yeah exactly (laughs) boom yeah (laughs) you don't um (laughs) So, like, Jamie doesn't have a personality. Oops. <laughs> maybe later he will, because maybe later on he'll be like, wow, I'm not hot shit. Like, I hope Brienne and him, like, have a uh, have a battle later and she kicks his ass. Oh, that'd be so much fun. That'd be fun. I would that'd love be fun that. to see. Yeah. So now we're with Arya. And hot and hot. Yep. There's a strategy meeting. Arya's yeah. pouring everyone drinks and trying to sneak some peeks at this map. Yeah, um... What I thought was weird um, was one of the guys basically says to Tywin, like, hey, your family should leave so they can save themselves. Because they're like, Stannis is coming. like, eh. And Tywin's like, but like the chair, the throne. <laughs> we can't leave the throne. That's mine. It's, that's our throne. Yeah. And I'm like, bro, what? <laughs> it's the principle. You wouldn't understand. Yeah. I'm like, but like, I definitely do not think they're going to make it through Stannis's attack. I don't, I don't mm. think so. Because he's got a thousand trillion ships. And they've got like starving people. Yeah. Who don't all, even like them. Yeah. No. I would, if I, if I was a peasant, I would just, I, I would, would go. I would leave. Yeah. I'd be like, no. no. Oh, oh, you want my house here? Take it, please. Yeah. <laughs> it's all I'm, yours. I'm going to like go to the next village. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was on my way out anyway. Yeah. I didn't want to be here. Because like, what if all the peasants just like took their stuff and just left? That's called an uprising. Yeah. Or not an uprising, but a, a calm, a peaceful protest. <laughs> <laughs> they just left. They wouldn't have anyone to do anything. Yeah. 
That's, that's fair. And then Joffrey would have no power. And no I defense. Mean, he doesn't have power right now anyway. Yeah, no, he sucks. <laughs> uh, so Tywin tells him to go ahead with, with whatever plans, and then he says... Because uh, they want to march on Rob's men in the night. Yeah, and then he says, take Arya with you, because she's proven to be a good servant. And she's like, huh? Yeah, he um he wants Arya to serve the mountain while he's gone. And immediately I'm like, uh-oh. Yeah. I'm like, no, no, no. I'm like, you can't, you can't leave this little girl with this psycho. Yeah. This psycho murderer who enjoys torturing people. You right? can't leave her but with him. Pulling it out of that context, that's a great promotion. <laughs> like for any, like if it was like a servant, whoever, who wasn't Arya versus the mountain. Yeah. I would be like jazzed for them. <laughs> right? Like they're working their way up. Yeah, for but real. In this context, bad. Do yeah. not like this. I'm like, I just want our baby to get home. Yeah. <laughs> like, or, well, with her family, because Theon has her home. I just, <laughs> right. I just want her home to be with where your family. family is. I hate this place. I hate Harnhall. <laughs> <laughs> so Arya goes out to look for Jack, and that's his name, right? Yeah. yeah. I think he's kind of handsome. A little bit. Yeah. <laughs> he's got one of those weird, like, sly faces. That I think I, it's like, the accent. Don't fully trust him. <laughs> like, there's something about him that, like, I shouldn't like you, but. You're you're good so far. Yeah, it's like um, oh, I do. But so she goes out to look for him, but it turns out that he he left the gates hours ago for something for his job or whatever. So now we're back to the wildlings and John. So he and um, Halfhand is that his name? Yes. So they're walking. They're they're kind of prisoners next to each other. And then they're I I missed like this conversation. I didn't understand what was happening, but it I, sounded like they had a plan. I did not get it either. But good thing I pulled up the script, right? Yeah. So tell me about it. So he says Mance is gonna march on the wall, and when he does, one brother inside his army will be worth one thousand fighting against it. I don't get that. Neither do I. Um. <laughs> <laughs> so. I guess he is, oh, I guess he is trying to get John away from all them so he can, like, escape to run over and warn. I don't know. Because my question was, so essentially um, what happens in the scene is that they have this conversation with all these words that both Sophia and I do not understand. I don't understand anything. And then the uh, the half-hand attacks John, which I assumed was one of those, like... He starts yelling, how does it feel knowing those men all died so you could skip through this now with your little savage girl? And John's like, what? And he's like, I should have known better. Trusting a traitor's bastard. And, like, pushes him and, like, making him tumble down a hill. Yeah, so they go from zero to 100 so quick. So that's why I'm thinking that it's, like, a plan that half-hand had that John just didn't understand at first. Yeah. But it doesn't seem like that at the same time either. Yeah. I'm like, I don't want I'm like, I don't understand what's happening. Yeah. I don't understand anything. <laughs> so it, it's just that confusing scene. And then we cut back to King's Landing. Yes. I like this. I like Bronn and Tyrion. Me too. They, they're fun. Um, Bronn is cleaning his nails. And I have to say, I've never known how they do like those kind of like hygiene things back in the day. With swords, baby. With swords. <laughs> That's how you cut well, your nails every day. Dagger. He had or, a dagger. Excuse me. A dagger. Whatever. A sword would be a little too long. He had a small sword. A dagger. Yeah. Um, um, <laughs> so Tyrion gets like annoyed because he's trying to read. And um, so Tyrion says, you should start wearing the gold cloak. And Bronn's like, I don't want to wear a cloak. A cloak slows you down in a fight. And I'm like, is he Edna mode? Yeah. Because she is very, no capes. she's very anti-cape. And he's no like, capes. no cloaks. <laughs> no. And they also catch the light in the night. Yeah. Which is fair game. That's fair. Which is also stupid, a stupid choice for the gold cloaks. Like when they have realized that as well. It's high fashion. <laughs> it's important to always look your best. You're right. They're really, really dedicated to their aesthetic. You're right. They are. So Tyrion is reading books to think of a defense strategy. Yep. And he is currently reading the biggest book on the planet. It's huge. It's huge. It's like bigger than he is. It's yeah. It. How did he get it there? Bronn <laughs> had to carry it. Who carried it? Master Pycelle. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so he's super far into it. So did you think he read? 
all the way up to that point? Or did old-timey time books have a table of contents section? Mm. <laughs> I want to say he, like, dog-eared it. What's that, like, the chaotic neutral or whatever? Dog-ear? Like that's Tyrion. <laughs> you know, he's that like, makes me sick. <laughs> <laughs> he, he probably, like, read um, the first third of the book. And then was like, I know that much already. And then he skipped ahead and was like, ooh, this is this battle. Let me read about that one. And that's what he did. Oh, maybe. Severus so comes in. Ow. Yeah. And, um... My legs are sticking to the chair now. Oh, geez. Oh, no. I'm just going to peel myself as it's, you talk. It's you sticky talk. thigh season. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> so, um. So, Varys comes in. Varys yes. comes in and um, compliments uh, Braun on his work as commander of Gold Cloaks mm-hmm. because there's been a significant drop in thievery. Thievery? And Tyrion is like, oh, uh, how? <laughs> And um, Bronn has been rounding up known thieves and executing them. And his reasoning makes really good sense. It does. Even even Var- Varys is like, bro. <laughs> yeah. And it's one of those, like, it makes so much sense once you say it, but you never think about it until someone else has said it. Yeah. So he says, um, have you ever been in a city under siege? Maybe this part's not in your books. See, it's not the fighting that kills most people. It's the starving. Food's worth more than gold. Noble ladies sell their diamonds for a sack of potatoes. Things get bad enough. The poor start eating each other thieves love a siege as soon as the gates are sealed they steal all the food by the time it's over they're the richest men in town that is smart (laughs) i'm like wow yeah (laughs) that's another moment where you have to sit there and be like oh yeah you're like oh man he He, really did that he's a he's a smart one that one i like him too me too (laughs) yeah so then varus asks what to do when stannis attacks and then Bronn keeps making fun of the fact that Tyrion is just reading instead of making actual war plans Uh, um but you know they just need to work as a team because you need the strategy and you need the the practical war side yeah so Bronn is like we could throw books at his men and varus is like we don't have that many books (laughs) and Bronn's like we don't have that many men either and varus is like what do we have and Tyrion's like pig shit like ew i mean it still works they could just light it on fire and throw it ew but like that's dirty fighting like imagine wearing armor and getting poop in it oh that smells never coming out it's not but it's that not. would be a great way to deter you yeah from that's true because like then they would like probably throw up in their helmet and it just wouldn't be a good time it would not be a good yeah. time at all <laughs> so now we're with the night's watch oh the squires of the night watch right but i'm jumping ahead now no um no you're not jumping ahead so I'd like to point out that, oh, I guess not. So I thought one of the guy's names was Dolores. And I was going to be like, all, all the guys, all the silly names in this world, the one guy digging is named Dolores. But now I'm looking at it and I'm like, where did I get the name Dolores? Hmm. <laughs> huh. TBD. TBD. We'll come back to Maybe that. Maybe it's his last name or something. Maybe. So anyway, they're digging a yes. latrine. Sam you know, and Co. Sam and Co. Um, it is... Gren, Edison, Tollett, and Sam. So these guys are digging um, a place, you know, a potty pocket. Yep. A crab crater. Oh, okay. okay. Uh, a BM basin. Okay. You know, a nice little duty dip. Yep. <laughs> a shit shelter. Uh-huh. A tinkle tunnel, if you yep. will. <laughs> one more. I don't have, I had another one. I didn't write it down. Oh. Uh, I know. That was good. What was that, like seven or eight names? <laughs> it's one, two, three, four, five, six. Wow. God. And did those just like roll off the dome or like did we sit and think about that? I was like, I have an opportunity to make poop jokes. I'm going to do it. I have to take it. And I have to go 100%. Yeah. I'm glad you have to commit. You yeah. <laughs> so while they're digging all of these different names for latrines, mm-hmm. Sam is wondering where John is. Aww. But did you notice how just jacked up his teeth look? Yeah. That makeup department really did it. <laughs> they are really dedicated. But it's also only for some characters. Like <laughs> Sam's teeth are messed up, but John's teeth are fine. 
John always has to look pretty. He's that's the pretty true. boy. Okay, that's fair, but he's like... He's pretty boy Stark. <laughs> he could he could be there to represent the bad teeth for the pretty people, you know? <laughs> no! <laughs> <laughs> but all right, that was that was me getting distracted. Uh, one of the guys uncovers a carving in the rocks, and Sam is like, it was made by the first men. Yeah, because so there's like, like symbols on it, and Sam loses his shit. Because <laughs> he's read a book. Yeah, he's so excited about history. It's so cute. So under the stone is a Night's Watch cloak. And With. it has dragon glass in it, a.k.a. Obsidian. <laughs> For those who didn't hear us whisper just now, that was Obsidian. <laughs> Whoop! What does that mean? Isn't that, uh, yeah, right? But um, that's some kind of another fantasy thing, isn't it? Or is that a real life thing? I think Obsidian is a real rock. Oh, yeah, it's that shiny black rock. Oh. Hey, um, our uh, geologist friend can confirm that for us. We'll we'll touch base with her and, <laughs> and let you know about that. Yeah, right. So now we're in Heron Hall. Heron Hall. So Arya finds Jockin. Yep. And um, he's asking for the last name. And she was like, well, it was going to be Tywin since he was here, but now he's gone. And he's like, I can't do that anyway. What? Yeah. So she's like pissed. This is a funny bit. Yeah. So then she says, Jack and Haga. And he's like... Another name, Jack and Haga. That, but that's my name. He's like, that's not cool. <laughs> and he's like, but but then a man would have to kill himself. And then she's like, yeah, a man can go kill himself. Oh, man. And he's like, come on, man. Unname me. Yeah. Come on, man, please. Unname like, me. He's like, this isn't cool. Like, why, would you, why would you do this? And then she says, I'll only unname you if you help me escape. So the, we have, so the, <laughs> the absolute panic this guy goes through when she named him. It was so funny. Like, would he really have just offed himself? I it's I th- feel like it's one of those like honor things like I promised you three lives and if you tell me my life then I have to take my life. <laughs> he can also just like not. <laughs> and it also because he seems to be magic because you know how fast he got to that other dude with the dart? Yeah. Like there's probably some kind of like black magic in there where like when she says a name like you can't you yeah, have but, like, to follow through. How sloppy was his last run that he got caught and sent to the Night's Watch? Mm. You know what I mean? You are coming through with these plot holes. <laughs> like, Maybe he, he got caught doing something else. Did he smarten up while he was in the cage? I guess so. He's like, I gotta really like think back at what I did. You know, when you have here. no other option, like when you are, when the opportunity to run around and be stupid is taken away from you, sometimes you just have to sit and think about yourself. <laughs> smarten up. Yeah. That'll learn you. Yeah. <laughs> That's what detention was supposed to do for us, but did it work? No. Yeah. Nope. But anyway, so he tells her that she and her friends are to walk through the gates at midnight, and then we go back to King's Landing. King's Landing. Tyrion and Cersei are at dinner again. <laughs> uh, Cersei is upset that her baby is off to fight or yeah um and tears like what an inspiration he is yeah so i feel like she is not fully grasping the situation like how serious the war is i think i'm gonna i'm gonna counter you and say that she does but she just doesn't want her son to die yeah but like i mean she's playing the so actually no i jumped ahead earlier when i was saying that she want didn't want him to fight and the whole he's just 17 or whatever so like she's playing the argument that he's just a kid but then Tyrion's like but there's younger boys He's a doing men. Yeah. There are people who are younger than 17 who are fighting Joffrey's war. So why can't Joffrey fight? And then um, she says that some people aren't meant for the battlefield. And Tyrion's like, uh, not the throne either. Mm-hmm. Which is one, a sick burn. But like, this is why I don't think she's like, I get like what you're saying. Like she doesn't want her son out, but I, you know, she is upset that Marcella got shipped off. Yes, she is. And Tyrion's like, I did that for her safety. Right. And 
I don't know what he's going to do with the baby, like the prince. Right. But um, she's taking everything at a, at a, at a, as a like personal attack mm. instead of focusing on the war. And focus. So she just thinks like, oh, we're just going to win because we're Lannisters. Right. So like, stop fucking me over. Yeah. Oops. And then, and then. It's another quarter for the swear jar. Whoops. And Tyrion's <laughs> like, no, like we have to strategize. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah. It's actually, that's funny because. Um, that other scene a few episodes a few episodes ago where she's like nobody's taking ruling seriously so it's up to me mm-hmm. but then now it's the opposite like yeah. you're saying like nobody's taking fighting seriously except for Tyrion yeah Tyrion's <laughs> like Stannis is literally coming here <laughs> get it together he's like we don't have soldiers <laughs> what are you doing <laughs> but also um <laughs> Not to like give her an excuse, but she's also obviously never been in war. Yeah. She's never fought. So she doesn't really know what she's. I like, I understand she, she's not like, you know, you don't go through stuff. So you're not like a hundred percent aware, but, but I you have to be aware a little bit. Yeah. Like you have to have some sort of understanding yeah. that that's called empathy. <laughs> <laughs> Which the Lannisters might not. Have. I don't think a lot of them have it. Whoops. <laughs> uh, but, but what's, um, also what's, what's Tyrion's squire's name again? Oh, uh, something with a P. Oh God, Podrick. Podrick, I think. Poliver. No, Poliver is that guy oh, the other in one. Okay. Hall. No, it's Podrick. Podrick okay. Snickers. Yeah. Yeah, so that's what I was going to say. So when Tyrion says that uh, it doesn't seem like Joffrey's made for the throne either, that was one a very great burn, but also Podrick left, yeah. which means he's going to die. Yeah, yeah totally. <laughs> so, Executed. It was nice knowing him. Bye, Podrick. Yeah, he was cute for a little bit, but... <laughs> So, oh, so then also the other thing to, so what Tyrion says that would counter your argument with Cersei again is that um, he says that he needs the experience and the soldiers will fight harder knowing that their king is next to them instead of behind his mother. So even if Tyrion doesn't think that Joffrey is ready for war, like he still just needs to be there like for the symbol, like symbolically just needs to be there. Yeah. Yeah. Which is annoying to have that child, kid, teenager. Well, like, I mean, I guess... It makes sense because, like, right now they're just, like, he just likes to punish people and people are starving and he doesn't care about anything except being a horrible, horrible leader. Yeah. (laughs) And I'm sure, like, it'd be good for his PR if he's out there (laughs) because then he he looks like he gives a shit about what's going on. Yeah, this is the (laughs) same thing, like, you know, when when Congress passes something that most people don't like and, like, all the celebrities tweet about it, but that one celebrity doesn't? Yeah. Joffrey's that one celebrity who doesn't tweet about it. <laughs> and everyone's like, why aren't you doing it? Yeah, why wouldn't you say anything yeah. about that? Come on, like, stand up for something. <laughs> um, and then... Oh, God. This and is another moment, right? Are we going to say the same thing? You go. You go. You go. You no, go. No, 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 I insist. No, no, no. No, 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 I no, might no, be you. jumping ahead. Okay. Well, yeah. so, so so Cersei asked why, uh, why Varys is so dangerous, or she asked if Tyrion knows why Varys is so dangerous. Tyrion says it's because he has all these spies, and Cersei's like, nope, it's because he doesn't have a cock. And again, why are we so obsessed <laughs> with this? Um, Varys is the talk of the town He's the talk of the town But essentially (laughs) she ties it up saying that um, Tyrion does half of his thinking with his dick Which he's not wrong about Yeah, But that's why Varys is so dangerous Because he doesn't have that to do half of his thinking So he's like fully brained Uh, (laughs) Blood's not rushing down there No It's all in his head Yep, And then another, the next uh uh-oh I think that's what you were going to talk about, right? Yeah, that is what I that's, was going to talk okay. about. So um, so Cersei starts smiling and Tyrion's like, oh God, what's happening? And, so, and he's like, why are you happy? And she's like, because I have your little whore. And I was like, Shay, no. Shay. And Tyrion's like, I thought you preferred blondes. And I was like, damn it. <laughs> I was like, 
Why? Why do we have to say these things? Stop reminding me. <laughs> so he, she, she basically starts like threatening him. And um, she's like, you stole my only daughter. You plot to have Joffrey killed. Which is why I was like, he's not plotting to have Joffrey killed. He needs to go. Like, if he dies, right. he dies. It's war. Yeah. Like, I don't know. She gave birth to him. She understands the the heir, how that works, to the throne. Yeah. And Tyrion's like, Stannis will be here in days like you need me. So Cersei's like, oh, your whore, lovely body, the bruises will heal in time. So he thinks, like, she has Shay. Yeah. And I'm like, she I has Shay. I think she has Shay. I'm like, Shay! <laughs> Shay! Cersei's like, I have ears. Like, I have spies too. So she's basically like threatening and she's like, um, unless Joffrey's hurt, then every wound he suffers, she'll suffer too. And if he dies, there isn't a man alive who could devise a more painful death for your little cunt. And I was like, oh God. And he's like, how do I know you haven't killed her already? And he's like, oh, do you want to, do you want to see her? So they bring the whore in and, uh, (laughs) it's not Shay. Phew. Nah, who is it? <laughs> it's it's the girl that found out that Sansa had her period, right? No, it's, it's Ross. Oh. It's Damn. Ross. <laughs> I really, I thought I had a handle on what her face looked like. No, it's Ross. So it's okay. freaking Ross. It's always Ross. I should have known by how you said that. <laughs> and like, I'm sure he feels, re- uh, you know, he obviously is relieved it's not Shay, but yeah. also like he has to feel so bad yeah. for Ross. But also it was a setup. Like he, I think he knew because she says that, um, that like there was a lion necklace on her. Yeah. Unless she got it from somewhere else. But I want to say that Tyrion put it there. Maybe. So how is he always ahead of the game? I don't know. Because he reads. He does. Yeah. No one it. else reads. He's smart. Yeah. <laughs> But so like that's one of those things where I was like, oh my god, thank God it's not raw, it's not uh, Shay. But then I'm like, wait, but it's still like, somebody else who's gonna get beat for it's, this. It's still a, a recurring character. Yeah, <laughs> but even just like on on like the human level, like you feel great that it's not your significant other, but it's still a person who's yeah. getting the repercussions so, like, of your actions. Yeah, so you still feel bad. Yeah, but yeah. like, few it's not Shay. Yeah, but like. The reason why I don't think it's a setup is because, like, literally, like, they show him running through the halls, like, going to his room. Yeah. And, oh, yeah, yeah, And yeah. he yells, Shay. And she's like, what? <laughs> what? I've been here the whole time. And, you know, and he sees if Shay is okay. And, like, uh, I just love them. I yeah, love this, them. They had a really romantic moment. I know. Where they both, essentially, they had the whole, uh, I would kill for you. You're mine and I'm yours. Yeah. She's like. I'll cut off their faces. And I'm like, she's a real one. She is a real one. <laughs> I don't need you to cut anybody's face off for me. I would I don't do think, it. <laughs> I don't think it would ever get that far, but should it, I'm glad to know that you would. Okay, I would do it. I would do I would, it if I had to. I'm just picturing you doing that. You going, uh, uh, uh. I, Yeah, I would be disgusted the entire time. Please at least wear gloves. Yes, do that. of course. Okay, thank you. Yeah, I watch enough murder docs. <laughs> Um, so now we're back to Stark camp. Stark camp. Rob is waiting on word from Theon. The guy says that his bastard is a day away. And Rob says that any Greyjoy who surrenders will live except for Theon. Because he wants to question him and kill him himself. Yeah. Well, he's like, oh, any, any Greyjoy who sur- surrenders can go home except Theon. Yeah. <laughs> he comes here. Yeah. No, Theon regardless. Yeah. Like, everyone else can like go home if they want. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then Talissa comes in. Yeah. And he stress lists his issues at her. It's so she's like, uh she's like, How are you? And hey, he's what's like, going on? Since you asked. Yeah. I got this thing and this thing and this thing and this thing. And then he's like, Oh, sorry, I had no right to be like that. And she's like, You have every right. You're the king. And he's like, I don't want to be that kind of king. And I'm like, I love you, Rob. She's like, What kind of king do you want to be? And he's like, I just want to be a good king. And I'm like, Ugh. 
<laughs> the only good one around here. Yeah, right? Then he asked Talissa how she got into nursing, and she goes off into this whole story about how she was watching her little brother one day. The next thing she knew, he was floating face down in the water, and then she's freaking out, and a slave comes by and gives the brother CPR. And from that day on, she vowed to never do... Uh, those frilly things like planning dances like she used to and that she would never live in a slave city again. And she's got some trauma, man. She does. Because like at one point, there's one scene where she kind of makes like a snide comment about parents. Mm. And like, so... She's woke. I'm like, she has issues with her parents. And then she like, her brother almost drowns in front of her while she's watching him. I'm like, she's got some trauma. And uh, (laughs) she stands up. I mean, not stands up necessarily, but she doesn't want to live in in a slave city. Mm -hmm. So she sees... That well, because so essentially, so she was from like a high high family. Um, when she was freaking out over her brother almost dying, the slave pushed her over, which is like the slave should have died for that mm-hmm. for like touching um somebody in the high family. But he did it to save the kid's life. So she's like, oh, this is this guy knows more than me, but we act like I know more than and so yeah. She should, so she leaves. Um, and that whole scene was really good. I think like, yeah, that was a really good monologue. Like I was I was like captivated. Yeah, she's it. really good. Yeah, and then Rob's like. I don't want to marry the Frey girl. And she's like, I don't want to, I don't want you to marry her. And then they start like kissing and then and they, they and get they, at it. They get at it and they just totally struggle taking each other's clothes off. I was, I was just thinking during that scene, I'm like, it has to take so long. Yeah. To get to the actual action. Yeah. There's a lot of like layers. Yeah. And there's so strings. many strings. Yeah. yeah. There's a lot of strings to pull. And what if you're not good at knots? Yeah. Then you're stuck. Uh, can you can you get this? Yeah. My my nails are too short. <laughs> <laughs> my fingers are a little. I don't have the good grip strength today. Yeah. Can you? Do you mind? <laughs> uh, Why'd you wear this? <laughs> Heron Hall. Heron Hall. The chubby kid's name is Hot Pie. Hot Pie. Okay. Yeah. I feel like they said it, but I uh, never really put two and two together. I wouldn't. I have. thought they were talking about pies. Yeah. I was like, why do they keep talking about food? But then it's I'm like, food. I always talk about food. Same. So like, I guess. So we got Arya Gendry and the chubby kid, Hot, Hot pie. pie. I just said his name, and yet <laughs> I still. <laughs> so they're like, "Where's Jockin?" And she's like, "He just told us to walk through the gate." But the guards. And they're like, but the guards. And she's like, F it. And so she starts walking. And then we see that the guards standing by the gate are actually just dead guys. Yeah. And they're just being propped up by their necks. <laughs> so she, um, Ari's just like, me and my BDE energy, we're just going to leave. And then yeah. Gendry and Hopper are like, no, no, Ari, what? And then they're like, oh. Yeah. So then now we cut to the Stannis ships. Yeah. And um, we find out uh, a little bit more about Stannis. Mm-hmm. Um, I missed a lot of this dialogue. Oh, um, what I got out of it is Stannis is another character with attention issues. <laughs> but like by like what was going on with him, like I kind of get it. So um, like I get it. Like I get where his issues are. Mm. So he's like, um, we were forgotten. Robert and Ned Stark. They were the heroes, the glorious rebels marching from battle to battle, liberating towns from the yoke of the Mad King while I held storms end with 500 men. So his whole thing was like, I got left behind to defend this place mm. while those guys were fighting. And then Robert, his brother, um, thanked him for all his hard work by giving the place he defended to Renly, even though Renly, wasn't, Renly wasn't involved in any of the fighting at all. Damn. <laughs> You know, I can relate that as very youngest sibling privilege. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Me. <laughs> I'm aware of that I have that. You know, and Stannis goes on to say, like, while they were defending Storm's End, they were starving. And that, like... That's where my brain came back into the scene and I got confused. Yeah. Keep going. Because they were like, we ate the horses. We couldn't feed them. So we to find, like, horses, then cats, dogs. Like Not they, the dogs because he liked the dogs. That's the one note I took from that scene. No, he said, but we ate them. 
Oh, I thought he said he didn't because he liked them. Oh, maybe he said, at first they then did. Then cats never liked cats, so fine. I do like dogs. Good animals, loyal, but we ate them. Oh, okay. And then they ate rats. Mm. Yeah. What? Whoops. So um, Dav- then we find out Davos made it through their line, slipped right through on his sailboat, and he had um, onions, potatoes, and salted beef. Huh. So he, you know, came in, broke through their lines with food on his boat. Wow. <laughs> yeah. So we like saved them, kind of. Yeah, so Stannis is obviously pissed off because he defended Storm's End. His people starved, almost starved to death. You know, um, then he gave it to Renly and he gave it up because Rob was his older brother and the king and he just does his duty and just obeys. So he he's like, I'm the rightful king by every law of Westeros. And when I sit on the Iron Throne, you'll be my hand. And Davos is just floored. Like, uh, yeah. Thank you so much. He's like, uh. <laughs> I'll serve and protect you to my dying day. Yeah. And I'm like, okay. Like, I like Davos, but yeah. I'm like, all right. Like, I totally get why Stannis is pissed off and is like, yeah. so not only was I like fucked over, but. <laughs> Ooh, two in one episode. <laughs> two in one episode. Two F bombs. But, um, you know, that happened, you know, and he is technically next in line. So, like, I get why Stannis is pissed yeah. and is like, I am going to mess up every single person who gets in my way for this mm-hmm. chair <laughs> king's landing yep <laughs> i didn't mean to not not say anything about that i agree thanks now we're going to king's landing thanks <laughs> i was like wow Nat, you hated that i guess yeah. <laughs> yeah i'm just gonna ignore you for the rest of this episode you just take over <laughs> you it. yeah joffrey's being a brat about everything as usual um they're walking through town and says that varus is supposed to know everything uh varus is like uh i'm still just one man yeah and then Joffrey says that if the Starks are distracted by Theon taking Winterfell, then now's the time to strike them. And Tyrion's like, uh, homie, do you understand that Stannis is a day away? <laughs> he's like, bro. And he's attacking us. Yeah. Like, are you? And then Joffrey's like, this is, you're going to like this part, right? Joffrey <sighs> says that they say that Stannis never smiles. I'll be sure to give him a red smile from ear to ear. He is, Who's that? He is so, the Joker. The Joker. Um, But he is so <laughs> cocky about yeah. it. I'm like, you know, this is coming from the kid who can't take a slap in the face. Exactly. Yeah. Like, to, who does he think he is? To a dude who's a total badass. Yeah. And a warrior and births demons. Births demons. <laughs> <laughs> Forgot about that for the hottest second. We haven't seen that demon in a, in like two episodes. Yeah, why? What's the point? Why couldn't the demon just sneak up on Joffrey and kill Joffrey? Damn, that'd be too easy. Too easy. Stannis. <laughs> yeah. But like, could you imagine? Like, so Joffrey's talking about like, I'm going to give him this smile from ear to ear, saying that to Tyrion, who's been in battle, saying that to Varys, who probably has some other experience. And that's like, like if I were to tell you, yeah, I know Italian. <laughs> Just like so like confidently and like, no, what you're saying in Italian is wrong. I know Italian more. Yeah. I'd be like, what? But you'd be like, prove it. And then I'd have to be like, um, (laughs) you know, Italian. I speak it. Yeah. I don't have to prove it. Like, like he's not choosing his audience correctly. He's not. I just, he doesn't know what he's doing. No. (laughs) But he thinks he knows. It's so annoying. And it's like, dude, like your grandfather is already doing all that stuff with Rob's like army. Like you were not involved at all. You don't know what's going on. Like, shut up. (laughs) <laughs> so annoying. Um, so now we're with Tyrion and Varys. They're like up on a wall, and and Varys says, uh, "Wait, no, what's happening?" Tyrion asks Varys what <laughs> he wants, like what he really wants. 
because that's another theme that's been happening a lot in these episodes is what do you really want? So tell me what you want, what, what you, you really, really, really want. want. <laughs> and Vera says, if we're going to play this game, then Tyrion has to start first. Can we just be straightforward? Just tell me what you want, guys. Yeah, really. But um, so what ends up happening is Varys tells Tyrion that he makes a great hand at the king uh, because Ned and the guy before him were noble, but they didn't like the game. And Tyrion likes the game and is good at the game. Hmm. But I, don't, I forget what exactly they wanted. They both wanted kind of to be clear of this war, right? Something yeah. like that. Um, let's see. And yeah. then Varys tells Tyrion that he hears that Daenerys is still alive and in Karth, and that she has three dragons. And Tyrion is like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa! One game at a time." Yeah, I thought that was a clever line. Yeah, Tyrion. <laughs> Tyrion's like uh, a girl at the edge of the world is the least of our problems. Yes, yeah. she's at the edge. She's not in the <laughs> middle. Yeah. <laughs> so then now we cut back to Daenerys and she's Woo. snooping. Yeah. <laughs> she's just like, my babies. Yeah. Jorah says that he found a ship and yeah. that they have to leave right now. And she's like, I can't. My dragons. Oh, my God. And he's like, they're just dragons. Oh boy, what do you mean they're just what? dragons? Yeah. What? You helped her like take care of them and incubate and all that stuff. Yeah. It's like, remember Jurassic World where they're in that park with those dinosaurs and it's amazing and the one kid's just on his phone because he's upset he's not with his girlfriend. Stupid. That's drawer right now. That's drawer right now, yeah. Just dragons, like so jaded. Dude, Ugh. what? <laughs> Get out of here. Get, Get out over here. Yeah. <laughs> he's just scared. He wants to run away. Yeah. Uh, and then there's this whole thing about how he said that he would die for her, but he would never abandon her. And she's like, homie, I'm fireproof. Didn't you see me walk through that fire? And those are my babies. So take me to them. Yeah. I'm not leaving them. She's like, they're my babies. And then she says that as she like softly caresses his face. And then he makes this like, oh, face. Yeah. He's touch starved. So, oh, <laughs> I was trying to figure out what that was. And I'm like, does he like, like her now? Like, is yeah. the seed in my head now? That was like, oh, physical contact. I'm yeah. touch starved. <laughs> a woman has never touched me before. Oh, Ooh. the soft hands of a woman. <laughs> it's been many a moon since I felt the touch of a woman. <laughs> Six moons. So many moons. <laughs> uh, but now we're back to Winterfell. Yay. <laughs> Theon wants to bury the boys' bodies, but what's his face? The right hand, whose name I will not remember. Dagmar. 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 Says, uh, no, leave him up a few more days. It'll it'll send a message. But like, what more of a message do you need to send? Everybody has seen the bodies. Everybody knows. Yeah. <laughs> and then, um, as, as uh, what's his name? Lewin is kind of approaching them from the back. He sees Osha sneaking around with some bread. And he's like, what? And he's like, ooh, that means. He's like, I haven't seen you in a bit. Yeah. <laughs> Where you been? <laughs> so then Lewin goes up to her and it turns out that Osha says that they got as far as the farm that we for, we found them at before. Mm -hmm. They doubled back because uh, Winterfell would be the last place that they would think to look for the boys. That's so smart. She's a genius. Yeah, she's so smart. So we find out who's hung up at the gates. Yep. And that it's uh, the farmer's sons. It sucks. And I was like... Oh, Ooh. my heart. Yeah. I was like, oh, no. And then Lewin says that uh, the boys can't know or, or else Bran will blame himself. And Osha's like, he'll never hear it from me. And I'm like, you guys are talking too loud. Yeah, they are not. And then um, it does like a, a cool transition, like the camera pans around mm -hmm. the wall. That's called the dolly move. That They just kind of Shwoop. went straight over. Yeah, they crabbed over. You know, crab <laughs> That's what that was. Little pinchies. Yeah, and Bran, like the Hodor and Rickon are asleep, but Bran is awake and it's, he just looks heartbroken. And yeah. I'm like, Bran. Yeah. Poor boy. Poor kid. And that's the end of the episode. That is the end of the episode. It's just so my heartbreaking. One, yeah. 
I liked episode seven a lot more than eight. I mean, I liked them both, but I feel like character-wise, I was just more drawn into seven. Seven had more genuine moments. It eight did. is just like, how can we piss Sophie it off? Was, <laughs> yeah. It was a plot mover. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> I hate everyone. Everyone today. I hate the show. <laughs> but that's... Yeah, that is it. So I guess we're working on um, having uh, smoother outros. Yeah. So if you like this episode, <laughs> like and subscribe. That's a YouTube thing. Uh, but tell your friends to listen to us. Yeah, obviously. Find us on all the things, the pod beans, uh, Spotify. Did you hear the, me give a plural to pod bean? I saw. Yeah. I mean, I heard, not yeah. saw. Pokemans. Uh, pod bean, Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, tune in. Wow. Late to the party. Late to the party. Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Chowdy Media. At Chowdy Media. Yeah. And that's all the things that we're on. At yes. some point, I will edit this um, San Diego video for us. But that's a very far in the future thing. I have a really good habit of going on vacation and not turning the video around for another two to maybe three months. That's fine. So TBD <laughs> on that video. But at some yeah. point, we'll be on YouTube. Anyway, thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. <laughs> Bye. Bye.